the comedy. And who doesn't like a good comedy? I like to laugh, Kirby. I don't know if you know this about me, but <laughs> I people do. might describe me as fun-loving. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 112 of Unscripted. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the Commodore of Classroom Products, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you? I am doing really, really well. How are you, buddy? I know and you are, sounds like you are on location someplace. Tell me about that. Kirby, thank you for asking. I am on location <laughs> right out here in Washington, D.C. I'm attending the NALC, the North American Leadership Conference from PPAI, and having a grand time. But you know who else has a grand time all the time? Who's that, Bill? That'd be the good customers of CommonSkew, Kirby. And because CommonSkew software is all about growing and supporting that entrepreneur, they really provide that service platform that really takes that distributor to the next level. And I know you know that. You know why I know that, Kirby? Why is that, Bill? Because you are a CommonSkew customer. I am indeed. I absolutely love the platform. Yeah, it's a great platform. And tell me one thing, and, and again, we don't rehearse this stuff. What's the thing, when I say CommSkew, how has it made your business easier to run? You know, I think that people, when they think about CommSkew, they think about the sexy stuff. Um, they talk about presentations, and they talk about uh, taking the presentation to an order and things like that. But I, I think the operations. It's the operations report. It's sort of that back end that allows you to keep track of where orders are in the process. That's by far my favorite part. I don't know how we did it without it. No, that's really great. And, you know, we, we talk about how ComSQ has really enhanced the modern customer experience and really what you just explained really does that. Yeah. It's that game-changing software that's going to help you run a better business. So if you're interested in, gosh darn it, why wouldn't you be, go ahead and over go to CommonSkew.com slash unscripted. You won't be sorry that you did. Kirby. Are you prepared to broadcast at a platinum level today? I am going to, as always, I'm going to try and do my best to keep up with you, buddy. Well, look, I don't think I can keep up with you, so maybe we can stop this right now and <laughs> end the podcast. True. That's right. No, man, I always love it when you're on location, and so I'm excited to talk to you about that. So no, we're not ending. So do you do you want to go first? Yeah, Are sure. You? Okay. Because right. well, really, uh, what I want to know about is, I know you are at the North American Leadership Conference. Um, I, I will say that, you know, I am not, generally speaking, and I think you know this about me, Bill, that when I choose not to go to an event, I don't yeah. spend a lot of time lamenting, right? It's right. like I, I, did, I chose not to go, so I don't usually have a high level of FOMO. I will say that this one, I've been seeing the post, it looks like a lot of fun, a lot of people I love and respect, and so I, I, I definitely uh, am struggling with it a little bit more than normal. So tell me about the event so far. Well, have FOMO no-mo, Kirby, because I'm about to <laughs> fill you in. I now, love it. Now, if that's not platinum-level comedy, I don't know what it is. <laughs> that's so, right. Really, this event has evolved over the last few years, and, and they take it to different cities. And, and it's very high-level education that really can help um, really manage and grow a business. And there's always different topics, always different themes. So we only have one more session left. And okay. I'll tell you, the, the, the ones that have really stuck out to me and I thought I'd share here. Sure. 
We had a great uh, opening general speaker yesterday. His name was Andrew Davis, and he spoke on what he calls the loyalty loop. And it's how small things add up to big business. Okay. And what he's talked about is how that loyalty loop leverages existing customers to drive that steady steam of highly available, high margin new business. And it was really, really great. I mean, I couldn't take notes fast enough, and it really stinks because I have horrible handwriting. <laughs> So yeah. I've, I've, I've asked, you know, thankfully I've been sitting by some very nice people, uh, the Brian Porters of the world, the Jessica Heiners of the world, who I can steal their notes, much like I did when I was in high school. So <laughs> I just don't get in trouble for it. Yeah. Um, our mutual friend, uh, Stan Phelps, who I know mm, you yeah. know well, he presented mm-hmm. the pink goldfish strategy, which was fantastic. Cool. And that, that's all about differentiation. Really was enjoyable there. And then uh, this morning we had one that stuck out too. <clears throat> From Brett Culp, and I'm not sorry, that's not, that's, that was yesterday, darn it. Okay. Um, let's go back. This was from, uh, who is this from? Chris Sinclair, and it was about culture. And you and I talk about how important culture is for an organization, or because he's Canadian, an organization. Um, <laughs> culture is super important, and the title of the title of the session was culture is more than a ping pong table and he really talked about how important it is obviously to hire for culture but also how difficult it can be to maintain the culture when you have yeah. people who kind of uninfor- un- unfortunately and unintentionally turn into culture killers really some good takeaways from that and so honestly i i think it's been a one of the best nalcs i've been to um, the venue's great, and, and, and then you t- then you look at the people. You know, you right. get to hang out with people you don't see very often. You're with them for a long period of time, so it's not these five minutes you see them possibly at a show floor. You can have meaningful conversations, and that's really what I always take away from here: the networking opportunities, and then you get the education as the uh, ice cream sundae on top of the ice cream sundae. So, really, what you're looking at here, Kirby, from a content perspective, is a double ice cream sundae from <laughs> from the good people at PPAI. That's pretty cool. I yeah, like I said, it's it, you know, it's funny. I haven't been able to. I appreciate the the heads up and the sort of the synopsis on some of the education piece, but it's funny. I always expect that to be good, but I think yeah. it's the networking piece that I feel like I'm missing out on the most. And and uh, yeah, so that's yeah. the part I have FOMO. But yeah, well, you are missing out. I mean, yeah. make no make no mistake, you're missing out. I'm not going to try to make you feel better here. You screwed good. up. Thanks. You <laughs> I appreciate you know it. What? But there's a way to rectify that, Kirby. And next year, you need to be there. And I can tell you where it's going to be next year. Do you want to know where it's going to be? I do. I do want to know. It'd be Big Dallas, Texas, Kirby. Oh, okay. So That's you it. are going to love that. I am going to love that. I could take you to really good barbecue. So maybe next year you go. Okay. All right. Cool. I but appreciate I that. I will tell you, it's been an incredible event. Um, Melissa Weber, who has stepped in, and this is her first time from PPAI, and it's her first time um, running NALC and, and getting all the speakers, has done a truly magnificent magnificent job and so you know you and i uh can be critical at times and it's also important to dole out the credit when the credit is due and so i actually reached out to paul bellantone uh, today and just said hey your team once again uh, outdid themselves and i reached out to melissa uh, individually just really tremendous job because it's a big job to put on something like this, oh, man. especially when you have look you've got high maintenance people like kenny ved and ben taylor <laughs> running around you, you better have be on your toes yeah so, that's right that's right yeah, i love so it it's all good 
That's cool. I'm, I'm really glad to hear the positive feedback on it too. And, yeah. and you're, you're right. Because again, I think as it, when, when we talk about PPAI, we are members, but we're sort of customers too. And so oh, yeah. I think giving them authentic and transparent feedback is great. And so when that feedback can be, hey, you killed it, that's awesome. All right. Okay, Kirby. So um, as it happens, Jessica Heiner from Magnet Group is actually sitting here next to me, awesome. making fun of me while I do this. So <laughs> I have a question. So you know Fran Ford. Fran Ford passed away recently. Right. Um, they just named the new Castelli headquarters after Fran, which I think mm. is a wonderful, beautiful thing. And it got me to thinking, you're a giver. You give back. What do you want your legacy to be when hopefully 90 years from now you pass away? <laughs> What do you want your legacy to be? We know what Fran's legacy is. He always gave more than he took. I don't think he took anything from anybody. He always gave. What do you want your legacy to be? That's a man. That's a great question and a deep question. Um, and ironically, one I've been giving some thought to lately, um, in the sense that I think that one thing I've thought about recently is that I would love it if I. If I had a legacy where I helped to grow and create leaders, mm-hmm. um, oh, so that's a great answer. I think that um, as an entrepreneur, as a salesperson, it's been one of those things where I, you know, I, if it's to be, it's up to me, sure. right? That's always been a thing that I've lived by, and I think there comes a point where you run out of me. You run out of time. You run out of bandwidth to continue to do things. And I think one of the transitions I'm trying to make and I need to make is I need to do a better job of growing and cultivating leaders. I've got absolutely amazing people in my organization. I need to do a better job of building them up and helping them take the next step. And so I think if if at the end of the day, my legacy was that leaders – I was able to cultivate those. That would be an awesome, awesome legacy. That's you? great. You know, and, and obviously because I, I came up with the question, I've thought about it too. My hope is that my legacy is I always had time for people. Um, mm. As I've been very purposeful about being um, in, out front in the industry and in, 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 you know, speaking and all that, I recognize that other people at times will want my counsel. And mm-hmm. I, I, I almost never say no. Because I know the people like Fran Ford made time for me when I was just right. nobody. Uh, you've made time for me. Danny Rosen's made time for me. Paul Bellantone, who's standing right over here, has made time for me. So my hope would be at the end of my run that they think, you know, Bill always gave back. He never said no. He always had time to spend for me. So yeah, dude. It. And for what it's worth, I, I think that is a an amazing legacy. And for what it's worth, I think that I have found that to be true with you. Um, oh, so you, as a friend, I think you're a person who, if I text and say, do you have a minute? The answer is almost always yes. And if not, I know it, that you're in the middle of something really important. So it right. isn't like I'm being blown off. So I think you're well on your way to that, bro. Well, and I think you're on the way where you're with the leadership as well. You know, it's just so important to make the time. It's right. so easy to busy. We talk about busying yourself to death. and But you know what? When it comes to people, I'll always make time. I will always, 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 always make time. Well, and, and if I if I may, to, just to kind of extrapolate the lesson out of this, yeah. is the, the thing that's really important, and I love that you asked the question, is that we do need to begin with the end in mind. It's yep. it's a thing that you go, uh, it's habit two, I think, of seven habits when he talks about right. that is, is, is start to envision that funeral. 
What do you want people to say? I think that's a really, most people get to the end of a month or a year or their life and they're like, what happened? And I think it's because they do it unintentionally. So I'm really glad you asked. Yeah, I think it was a good question. I think it'd be good for everybody to kind of self-reflect on that. What do you want your legacy to be in the industry when you leave? Yeah, that's a really good one. All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah, so you know that, um, and this is outside of the industry. I hope that's okay. Um, the One of the things that um, I think is really important to me, I think it's important to you, is just simply continuing education in multiple areas of life. Right. And a couple, couple years ago, my wife and I went through Financial Peace University. Um, it's a Dave Ramsey class. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I am. He's, um, right, he's right down the road from me in Franklin, Tennessee. He, Yep, I, I knew he was down there, but um, that was super impactful for me, um, and it made Amy and I make some changes. So uh, one of the things that I hear all the time is that, you know, high school and college should do a better job of teaching money to our no kids, question. right? Well, and, and it, whether it should or should not, I don't know that it's a big piece of the curriculum. And so we started last night taking um, the kids through Financial Peace University, uh, 19, 20, uh, 17. And it's it just, we did the very first thing and it was really interesting to watch them go through it. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I'm telling you this to go, A, I'm curious to know what you think about that, but B, I, we're, I'll, I'll keep you updated to see how it goes, but I think it'll be something that you would love to see the boys go through as they get a little older because man, it makes you bring up questions like, when would you ever bring up a term called debt snowball? It doesn't come right. up. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. No, that's interesting. It really is. So our boys turn 16 in two months. Right. And, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, they want a car. Of course they want a car. Sure. Everybody wants a car. We're not going to buy them each a car. Right. Uh, we are not. We, we've decided we are buying my, my father-in-law's 2009 Honda CRV. Nothing nice. wrong with that as a first car. And that's a great car. They're splitting it with us. We yes. will pay for half. They will pay for half. Mm-hmm. And one of the th- and, and so let me go through this not to explain how they pay. So they were doing that for car insurance, which is just dramatically going through the roof because they're boys yeah. and, and all that. We're they're going to pay us each thirty dollars a month for car insurance to help offset that. Okay. They are one hundred percent responsible for their gas. 100% responsible for oil changes and minor repairs, and we will split major repairs with them. Now, here's the like kicker. It. Here's the kicker, because they don't understand the value of money. Money is this weird concept that just floats between one cloud-based account to another cloud-based account. Mm-hmm. And so I've actually gotten them physical checkbooks, and they right. have to write me checks. Because I, I, what I, the comment I made to them was, you need to understand what it's like to be standing around on a Monday, look in your wall, know you have $26.38 and you're not getting paid till Friday. How do you make it? And I said, that's something because money is this real foreign object that just seems to move around. Like I said, between two cloud-based accounts, it's very difficult for you to understand the value of money. And they've given me quite a bit of pushback on the, the checking account thing, but I believe in it. And I so I really would like to hear more about the, what, what, you've, what you're going through, the, the Financial Peace University. I think it's such an important thing. Money's so sadly or whatever it is, but it's vitally important to understand yeah. the value of money. And the earlier you get started on that, the easier life is. 
Well, and I think Dave does a great job. Dave Ramsey does a great job of explaining, hey, guys, if you start now, I mean, that's why I wanted Skylar and, and her boyfriend Tanner to listen to this message now. Now right. is when you, if you can start putting back 100 bucks, I mean, it's amazing how much it can add up. And uh, what was interesting to me as we listened through this very first, you know, it was just the first session. Yeah. And you, you, I mean, you're at an event where there's education. We value that. Right. And so I feel like we're modeling that behavior. But that first session, I think Skylar just wanted to, okay, I'm sitting through this hour and then I'm going to understand everything. And it's a much more intensive process. But it was fascinating to me when she'd be like, okay, stop. And I'd have to stop the video and she'd go, explain what he means by this. <laughs> right? Yeah. And ben, ben, I, Taylor I, just, ben Taylor just said hi in a very vulgar way. <laughs> of course he did. We're recording but, unscripted right now. Yeah, so it feels, it feels right if Ben Taylor. And so it was fascinating to me that she was totally comfortable going, no, I don't understand this, right. and I need somebody to explain it to me. And I think that's, it was, it's, been, it's been really good. So I just thought you'd cool. get a kick out of that. I did, no. So I, let's do one more topic, and then let's go ahead and zip into the other things. Yep. So Kirby, you realize there's five right now branches of the uh, military, correct? Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard. That is the okay. five branches of the military. Okay. You, you do know there's a sixth one that's been announced by President Trump, correct? Would that be like the uh, space, space Force? Space yeah. Force. Yeah, it's pretty so exciting. So here's the question I have for you. I don't want to get into <laughs> politics of it, Kirby. I really don't want to get into politics of it at all. Okay. I want to know. So, Kirby, I'm going to put you in charge of branding Space Force to get entice recruits to join said Space Force. What do you do? What is your message? What does your logo look like? What is your brand promise? Oh, God. Um, okay, so... I'm making you it, think today, Kirby. Yeah, you are going going fairly deep. I would, uh, You know, I mean, other than watching the, uh, the movie uh, with Clint Eastwood and Tommy Lee Jones, Space Cowboys, I think that would be a really, really great place to start. Um, okay. No, I, you know, I think that... I, to be honest with you, I got to get my head around the idea that this is a, the an, an additional thing. thing. Yeah, it's right. A thing. So I, I actually think that the branding of it would be fairly easy because I think, from my perspective, it would be taking the cream of the crop from the other branches. Oh, really? Uh, pilots. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I, I would be focusing on um, Air Force, uh, Naval, Marines. The, the folks who were the best at those positions and start to okay. feed that. And then obviously, I mean, I think I would be talking to the people of NASA and, mm -hmm. and, you know, from the science perspective of it, um, you know, I, that would be how I would feed from a talent perspective into it. Now, if you're talking about branding from I'm a taxpayer, yeah, yeah. from a taxpayer perspective, then I think, you know, I, I would go kind of new school on that. I would be yeah. showing showing videos. <laughs> Actually, you know what I think of? The thing that yeah. pops into my hide my eye uh, head is Red Bull. And all uh -huh. of the adventures and how they drop people out of, you know, uh, crazy high heights and stuff like that. I would be showing video and interesting things like that. That would be the things that would kind of kind of resonate of telling the story of what the, the the space force would be doing. Right. Okay, no, I like that. Now, don't you think there needs to be a certain amount of kickassery in the branding. I mean, <laughs> yeah. don't you picture like a patch with lightsabers crossing, um, <laughs> I love or something it. like that, and, and some sort of like because I, I picture more space balls, right? Okay. I want a dark okay. helmet. I want yeah. I want some silliness there because just the whole concept is kind of just 
goofy, yeah. right? Well, again, but, it depends on if you're trying to make it funny or you're yeah. trying to actually recruit talent. So, yeah, yeah okay. it is pretty okay. funny. I like it. All right. Do you have another quick one or you just want to go right into fill in the blank? Let's go right into fill in the blank. I'm excited about that. Kirby, I'm so glad that you want to do that. And you know what else makes me glad, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be the good, good goods at Vault Promotion. You know, what I want to talk about today about the good goods at Vault Promotions is their badge release and fulfillment program because who doesn't want to learn about that? I know I do. There's a crowd gathering around me that sure as hell wants to learn about the badge release program from Vault Promotions. And what they can do, Kirby, is they can help you out in two, two different ways. Hello, Catherine Graham. So what they do is they're going to set up custom branded and end user friendly website and that end user can simply log in, see how many pieces they have left in inventory for their badge release program. They can view all the previous transactions in the program and release new products as needed. Now that can be as few as one Kirby. You can't go fewer than one. A lot of people try to go fewer than one, but that's weird with the badge. (laughs) Got to have a full badge. Or what they can do is integrate an existing web store platform that uh, the end user already uses. So if there's a web store set up uh, for the client through like OrderForge or 451, something like that, you can simply add badges as one more product in Vault. They're going to make it easy for you. They're going to integrate that right into your system and process those releases without any need for further administration or rekeying of data. So they go that extra mile to make sure that all the admin work is taken out for you. They want to automate your badge release program. And they don't only want to do it, they do do it. So that's awesome. Kirby, is it safe to say that you and I are convinced that you're going to love working with badge uh, for working on badges with vault promotions? Absolutely. I'm excited about it. I'm excited too. And I'm excited that you're excited that I'm excited because we're both so damn excited. The good people at vault promotions are going to give you EQP on that first order. That's real value EQP on that first order. So go ahead and visit vaultpromoscom slash unscripted. Go get those details. Go get those details. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, Kirby. Why don't you start us off with fill in the blank this week? Okay. Well, I actually have a theme this week. Oh, another uh, themed week from Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. So it just tells you I've given more thought than usual to this. All right. right. So my theme is movies. Mm-hmm. All right. So so these, these are movies in the way that Bill Petrie sees them. So okay. your favorite movie of all time is? The Shawshank Redemption, Kirby. Mm, the Shawshank yeah. Redemption all day long, every day. I love the message of hope of yes. Andy Dufresne being wrongly imprisoned for a crime he did not commit. Um, I love the story, the friendship between him and Red. That always touches me. Um, it's one of those movies that I can turn on. It'll, it'll just be on on TNT or TBS or whatever, mm-hmm. and I will get sucked in like nobody's business. And I just yeah. that movie is for me, in my liking, one of the most perfect movies on the planet. Yeah, that's a so, really good one. I like that one a lot. Cool. Kirby, you have a cute <laughs> Kirby, you've got a huge client meeting in 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. You spend that time doing blank. I would love to say that I did some sort of like crazy intellectual exercise, but if I have 20 minutes, I we actually have a um, kind of a, an area you've been to my office where there's samples yep. and so it used to be when I had a smaller office all those samples relegated themselves to the attic after right. I used them the first time well we've set it up in a way that all of our salespeople have access to them and mm-hmm. so a lot of times to be honest with you I'll look through some some ideas and some flyers especially if it's one of those things where oh, hey, they just want to see me right away. Well, the other thing I do is I go and look and see what samples I have because the reality of it is, um, you know, 
the value when you can put a sample in somebody's hand is mm-hmm. so much more effective than just handing them a catalog or just giving them something digitally. So 20 minutes, yeah. I'm going to look around and see what I have in samples. No, that makes sense. Cool. Okay. The All best, right. My turn, right? Oh, okay. Is, is it, no, did I just ask you one? I just asked you. You did. Go ahead. Your turn. I'm okay. sorry. I'm paying <laughs> no, attention. No problem. You have a lot going on there. I know. I do have um, a lot going on, Kirby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So the style of movie that you most like to watch is? The comedy. And who doesn't like a good comedy? I like to laugh, Kirby. I don't know if you know this about me, but <laughs> People might describe me as fun-loving, and I love a good movie that will make me uh, laugh. Now, right after that is a good action movie. In fact, on the way here to Washington, D.C., which I don't know if you're aware, is our nation's capital. On the way up here, I watched, for the first time in a long time, the original Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah. I walked off that plane listening to, or in my head, listening to the, you know, dun, 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 and so I had like a fake whip, and so people in the terminal <laughs> thought it was a little weird, but... For sure. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Yeah, so there you go. Okay, Kirby, the best family board game of all time is blank. Monopoly. Monopoly. I knew you would yeah. take that, because you know why? You're a money-grubbing fool. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's it, though. I, I, I enjoy it. I think yeah. it's one of those things that actually does, you know, when I first started playing Monopoly, I would buy every property. <laughs> what a surprise, right? Um, but it was then all of a sudden you realize you run out of cash, and so it actually does teach you something, and I think we, we you know, we don't spend a lot of time on board games, but that's probably my favorite. Okay, cool. Okay. Next. The best actor or actress of your generation is? I'm going to go Tom Hanks. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of an obvious one. Um, mm. I, I'm not a big, um, I, know, I know people love Jack Nicholson. He, mm-hmm. he is, for my money, he's got a big bag of nothing. Um, <laughs> okay. Not, not super impressed. Tom Hanks can play just such a wide variety of roles, and, and you take, you know, one year he plays Forrest Gump, and the next year he's uh, Jim Lovell on Apollo 13, and mm-hmm. he, he's just the road to perdition. Um, and then, of course, Bachelor Party, so yeah. Turner Hooch, you know, you've got <laughs> right. such a, such a ri- wide swath of, uh, of really good uh, characters. I'm going to have to go Tom Hanks, and I don't think a lot of people would argue with yeah, actually, it's so funny. I actually make that argument all the time because, again, there. I think he's one of those guys that at the end of his career, you're going to look back and go, oh, yeah, he was in Philadelphia, right? Like, like some yeah. really, really amazing roles. So I agree. All right, Kirby. Every time you think about blank, you laugh out loud. Every time I think about blank, I laugh out loud. Uh, you know, freshman year of college. Um, nice. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think that's probably what you're going for, but that's the first thing that popped into my it. head. Um, it's, you know, I think that that was a, like a lot of people, it was not only a time for me to kind of learn how to grow up and, and be away from my parents, but man, I got more stories from my freshman year than I do the rest of the, the rest of the seven years of college combined. So it, it's, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun. So that's, Good. that's probably what I go Good. with. Uh, final one for my movie's theme. Your favorite sports movie of all time is? The best sports movie of all time is Brian's Song Kirby. Mm. There is no comparison. It's not the natural. It's not anything else. It is Brian's Song. I weep like a little boy every time I watch that movie, and I've seen it probably over 50 times, but it's got to be wow. Brian's Song. It, it, it mm. tugs at my Billy Hart strings like nobody's business. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good one, buddy. I can't argue. All right, the last one for you, and then we're going to go okay. and do a rapid fire. Growing up as a young lad in Coshocton, Ohio, your first celebrity crush was blank. First celebrity crush was probably Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields, very interesting. Yeah, answer. yeah. So again, I'm just trying to think. I think you know, when I was young, the Blue Lagoon and those kind of movies came out, and it was like, well, yeah, I. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm just like no, and nothing got between her and her Calvin's. So yeah, that's exactly right. No, that. and, and you know, I don't think that that was one that lasted very long. But that was one when I first. That, that's probably the first celebrity that I. Hey, I it's it's got to be what pops into your brain, right? Yeah, fair All enough. Right. Fair enough. So, Kirby, because I did call you the Commodore of classroom products at the top of the podcast, it is back to school time. So we're going to do a little back to school rapid fire. Okay. American literature or English literature? <laughs> Who cares? Kirby, it's the first one. How do you screw this up almost every freaking week? American literature or English literature? Uh, American literature. Thank you. It's really just not that hard. Poetry <laughs> or Shakespeare? Well, Shakespeare wrote poetry. So... Kirby, poetry or Shakespeare? <laughs> this is really not hard. It's either or. You make uh, this so difficult on me, you, and most importantly, the listening audience. Shakespeare. Thank you. Algebra or calculus? Algebra. Probability or statistics? Probability. Like the probability you won't screw this up again? <laughs> um, geometry or trigonometry? Geometry. Wood shop or metal shop? Wood shop. Chemistry or biology? Chemistry. Current events or sociology? Sociology. Choir or drama? Choir. Dodgeball or the rope climb? <laughs> Dodgeball, for sure. And finally, Kirby, let's see if you nail this one. Recess or recess? <laughs> recess it is, man. That's my favorite well part. Well done. Recess. <laughs> and that is your favorite part. You know, my, one of my favorite things is Kirby. What's that, Bill? That'd be the good, good, good goods at Common Skew. You know, they have that platform ready to help you take your distributor business to the next level. A lot of Common Skew customers here. And one thing that they all say about the platform, and it's not just about the platform. We've talked about this before. It's the people. The yeah. people care. They care very deeply about the success of each one of their customers. And that just doesn't happen every day. So if you want to learn more, go ahead and go to commonskew.com slash unscripted. You won't be sorry you did. Kirby, I want to thank you for having the courage to broadcast with me today. And I hope uh, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Yep. Enjoy, bud. All right. Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at PromoCorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.